you know, you've got to play a game to try and guess the top mm-hmm. based on the volume and based on the flow and based on the news and then compare all of that stuff as if you put it in brackets and then compare it to the formula of what it did last time. I think based on the differences, what should the top be? And I said to some guy, I think it will be around three. So this thing would go to three. I said it in the challenge chat. So I think this will go to three, but of course I said it would go to three and I started shortening the two sixties. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a different story. You're listening to the Steady Trade Podcast. A podcast that inspires traders to make meaningful strides and pursue their passions. Your hosts are Tim Bowen, the lead trainer at Stocks to Trade Pro, Kim Ann Curtin, the Wall Street coach, and Steven Johnson, the up-and-coming trader who's always willing to learn. Together, we'll sit down with experts to talk about their process, the lessons they've learned, and discuss how all traders can level up their trading careers. Welcome back, everyone, to the Steady Trade Podcast. Today, is kind of, you know, uh, it, it, I would call it like the Seinfeld episode of Steady Trade. It's a, it's a <laughs> podcast about nothing. But, um, but all joking aside, this is, we're celebrating episode 150. Um, I, I, you know, if you would have asked me three and a half years ago, I would have said Stephen probably would have been, you know, drank himself to death by episode 150. But he's still here. No. The best it's, trader it's, it's he's been since the beginning of the podcast. He's crushing it lately. Things are going well for him because he kept grinding. You know, he's again, he's here 150 episodes later. He's still trading three and a half years later. We've brought on a new partner with Kim. We've grown. So thank you, everyone. If, I mean, if, we get emails from a lot of you that say you listen to every episode or listen to every episode twice. So it's pretty cool that we're still here 150 episodes later, uh, three-ish years later. I mean, we do one episode a week, so roughly three years I think we are at. And, uh, and I would like to thank you as well as thank Kim and, Kim and Steven. I, think I've, I have a ball doing these episodes, and we're just going to kind of talk about whatever. You know, we had a recent – Steven had a recent interesting trade that tortured him, and, and, uh, you know, and, he, and he resulted to uh, arguing with anonymous – eggs on Twitter, which is, which is the, I think is the like first stage of Dante's seven levels of hell. You know, exactly. you, you start arguing with eggs on Twitter. Next thing you know, you're on the seventh level, but anyway, welcome back everyone. Welcome Kim. Welcome Steven. So it's good to be here. <laughs> Steven, they I, didn't even have profile pictures. They just had an egg for their profile picture. They had, oh, okay. they had zero followers, zero, oh, no. they, they were, they were following like they've, they've never had any zero tweets and egg. They're following one person. They're following like Trump and he's arguing with them. They're but bots. They're, they're Russian bots. What do you, what do you know? They're not even real people. <laughs> no, they are real. They are real. And, and this, this feud started with these people. This feud started, uh, maybe. Two years ago or three years ago when I took my first five-figure loss. And Tim will remember this because we did a podcast on it. Where I swung a cancer stock overnight. No, over the weekend. I swung a cancer stock up on Cancer News over the weekend. And then it just screamed through the twos and threes. Uh, Tim, if you can remember the ticker, you're a better man than I am. Ooh, but, I liked it. You know, do, you I, remember, I like- do you remember the conversation? 
I remember the conversation, but I, you know, I like to always think I, you know, I, I got a pretty good memory for tickers, but it's escaping me. It wasn't OPK. But, OPK yeah. was it? Well, it ah, doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. So anyway, but um, but anyway, uh, a couple of years ago, I shorted uh, uh, maybe a lowish float, very high volume. It was a breakout stock. Uh, gapped up and just kept on going. I swung it over the weekend, holding and hoping, and then I, I'll, and all over the weekend, I was watching Twitter. And I was watching, uh, you type in the, the dollar symbol in the ticker, and I was just watching all of these people saying about how all of this company was the next big thing and how even if it went down, they were going to dip by it more and, and how it, it was in the threes, but it was going to go to the twenties. And I, I started hating these people because they were lying just to I think it was OPK in, in, 28, in was it, 2018. But anyway, go ahead. It was 2018, maybe February 2018 or something like that. I can't remember properly. Uh, but... Okay. Um, but now, now that I've learned how to trade properly and I'm on the profitable side of the coin and these degenerates are on the losing side of, of the coin, it's just like, I'm going to push this back in your faces. And I, and, and I read the idiotic comments. Oh, down, down 40% dip by, just going to double down, <laughs> going higher tomorrow. And, and it just drives us mental with the insanity of some of these people. Like when they start getting a better grasp of what's going on. And I'm just cutting on today. Envis could have gone. It could have. No one really knows. It did gap uh, up but quite did, a bit. Yeah, yep. It gapped uh, up. I mean, it gapped up to you know one over one fifties. You know, so. But uh, but when the shorts, when the because them short sellers, they've got millions and millions of dollars. You know a lot of them. When those short short sellers start smelling blood, and they go in with their accounts, it's just over. So so the reason I picked on you was was for two reasons. Number one, you said it. You said arguing with these people drives you insane. So, so number one, for your own mental health, why do it? And then number two, as I joke about, you know, politics online, you realize you're never going to change their mind, right? Mm. You know, just like politics. No. Like, like, yeah. like if you're on Facebook, it drives me nuts, all these people that, like, argue about politics on Facebook because you're not changing anyone's mind. And all you're doing is whipping yourself into, up into a frothing rage. And if, if you voted whatever you voted last time, totally. you're not totally. flipping to the other side because of some rage on Facebook. You know, no. oh, no. Uncle Joe finally convinced me. I'm now a Republican. <laughs> I'm now a Democrat. <laughs> so, so, gonna, so, so that's, that's why I like to pick on you, Stephen. So. No, it's, it's all good. But, um, but on the whole... Trading's been good, uh, but I think trading's been good for everyone. And like I'm like, oh look at me, I'm doing well. But honestly, I think I think I'm a bit scared to get out of these hot ones because I think everyone's doing good. You know, it's an interesting market, and I've talked about that. I mean, I mean, we're you know we're 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 busy as heck at stocks to trade. I mean, it's like, you know, it's just I think that number one, you're just seeing this repetition of these virus plays. I mean, it's just, I mean, you see it every day. It's just, I mean, listen, it's I don't want to oversimplify things, but it's mm-hmm. like if you see a low float stock with an 8 a.m. press release and it's trading crazy volume in pre-market, you got some pretty good odds there. And then for a guy like you on the short side, just wait a couple days because they all fade back, you know? So it's like ah. there's great opportunities on the front side and the back side. No, and what I love about I'm... now is these swing trades. There's so many swing trades right now that just makes sense. You know, it's like, like Peloton or, or Blue Apron or a lot of and these the stocks, ABN you know, race. it's like food delivery, home exercise, you know, Zoom. I mean, Zoom got crushed by Facebook, but Zoom was an incredible swing trade. It just, just makes sense 
we're, we use Zoom every day, you know. Exactly. So. Exactly. No, but I think when you're in, when you're in uh, different times, when times change, like so, so this virus, there's, there's a lot of offshooting implications and there's a lot of change. And when there's a lot of change, things go up and down. And when things go up and down, you can start going long and you can start going short swinging because trends start occurring. It's like when you throw the, the stone in the water and the ripples come out. It's just the same thing. It's the same thing. Are you, are you going um, long too, Stephen? Yeah, yeah. I've done quite well. Longs make a lot of sense. It took us two years of sitting in Tim Bones' room, but <laughs> I'm finally starting to get it. Um, longs make sense. I'm making money long. I don't really, I don't lose very much long, maybe 30% of the time, because I only ever trade the best ones. Like, I'll never, I'm not good enough at long and to not, to trace subpar longs. I mm-hmm. only trade the very best because I'm not that good at them. Whereas with short, I can trade stupid setups and still get away with it. Like, like, uh, oh, what the hell did I trade today? XRF. <laughs> that was yep. a stupid short. But, um, but uh, we've got Kim on. Gone. Yeah. So, so XRF, you know, I, you know, I, uh, and, and here's <laughs> the thing. Stupid, wasn't it? <laughs> well, listen, I, I don't think it not was. If you a... cut it. I don't think it was a stupid short. I mean, it's, it's, it, 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 it's probably going to give the entire move back. It's just, this is where, you know, and I'm just looking out, you know, again, I'm, I'm looking out for the little guy that doesn't understand this stuff. You know, when you short these things early, it could get ugly really fast. And, and, you know, and, and XRF, listen, I'm, you were on the webinar. I'm like, this is some sketchy Chinese company that's doing some share exchange with a company in the British Virgin Islands. I mean, this doesn't, it doesn't get any sketchier than this, but I mean, it, it had traded like 15 million shares in pre-market and that's gotta be your red flag. Now, if you would have waited, I mean, I mean, I'm looking at it right now. It fails VWAP at 10 AM and it's a dollar a share lower right now. So if you can wait, I'm I'm in it. Uh, I shorted it. I, and then I cut it because it went mental and it broke the higher day and I'm like, I'm out. And then when I got that lower high and it didn't break three, I got back in and I've been in it ever since. I mean, I'm only up about $300 because I lost 300 on the wheel. But then I made that 300 back plus another 300. So it all worked out, but it's fucking, sorry for swearing. It's, it's, uh, it, it's not easy. I just thought to myself, I'm not shorting these again. I'm not shorting this again. You, you know we've moved to another level when we're apologizing for cursing. <laughs> uh, that was the first rule that we got told when we were on the podcast. There was no profanity. Well, oh, it, really? was, yeah. it, it, was, it was never no profanity. It was just no, no F-bombs. It was kind of, well, yeah, I am, yep, so. I, I don't think management has any problem with some shits and some dams. It's just the F-bombs, yeah, so. <laughs> but, uh, so. So do you guys both think, like, how – how encouraging would you be to a real beginner to come into this? <laughs> so you'd be like a hundred percent, you're a beginner. This is the perfect place to come in and learn. My, my opinion is, yeah. I mean, especially, I mean, especially if you want to be a day trader, day or swing yeah. trader, a short term yeah. trader, I've never seen, it's just 15 years. I've been doing this. I've never seen something like this. And, and what's great about now now it's a double-edged sword, mm. but like, so like today we had an earnings winner, MGNX and, and I did a, I did a, an Instagram live 
And everyone was like, oh, on the Instagram live, they're like, oh, we missed it. We missed it. We missed it. It was, it's, it's $4 a share higher 45 minutes later. You know, it's a $20 stock, but it's just like, I mean, these moves are so much, they, they're longer, they multiple days and there's so many plays right now. And yeah. I just, you know, I, I use yeah. this bus station analogy all the time. It's like, if you missed one, wait an hour, wait a day. There's another, you know, MGNX earnings winner, 52 week breakout, uh, uh, crazy volume. It's traded 40 million shares. Normal, normally it trades 600,000 a day and they just happen over and over again. And I always talk about the dark days. Like I remember the dark days of like 2012 to like 2015 and we would go days, weeks waiting for a hundred percent runner. Wow. These days you get, you get 401% runners a day. So Steven, wow. you answer, but I yeah. say I've never seen a time like this. You know? No, no, it's, I mean, I'll, I'll never forget when I, when I first started um, around, so that was like four, three and a half years ago, which is what, 2020, 2019, 2018, 2018. So summer of 2016, I started, and that, when, that, that year, that year was crackers. Yep. That year was crack ass, and and it was only that's when it all was, st- like late 2015 is when it all started. Yeah, yeah. So 2016 it was booming. Then I'm sure 2016, 2017 you had like the likes of DRYS going from four to 120, and then and then and then you had um and that you just had so many different rushes of Bitcoin. Yep, Bitcoin. Weeds, we, we had a weed stock run again. Uh, wow. It's, um, I mean, I can tell you a ton of tickers just thought like THMO was a crazy runner. CLSK was the perfect shot into a parabolic three times yesterday. I'll always um, remember the, the very first. So I've done over, you know, 2000 webinars in Stocks to Trade Pro. I'll always remember the very first one because it was, it would have been, let me see the day. It would have been, it was 2016. It was July, 2016. And I'm trying to see it, but GCCO ran a thousand percent on my very first <laughs> STT webinar. It ran a thousand percent by 10 a.m. And I'm just like, and it's and I'm doing this list. webinar and, and I'm telling people, I'm like, it didn't used to be like this. That was four and a half years ago. <laughs> yeah. And that, that's not a reverse split. Eh? It's not a reverse nope, split. Nope, it literally nope. ran a thousand percent. Yep. Yep. Is, is that a weapon in your hand, Tim? No, it's my selfie stick. Oh, okay. I'm just joking. It looked like one of those batons. Well, if Stephen was here, I'd beat him with it. But no, it's <laughs> no, 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 anymore. I'm I'm good. I'm I don't. I'm so, I haven't drunk in six so days. Up. I'm sober. Wow. Oh, this I'm is what I use running. for Instagram Live. But anyway, sorry. I'm making money. <laughs> I'm in I'm in SCT Pro. I'm doing everything right. Doing so so when was the last right. time you drank? Six days ago. Okay. Okay. I thought you said like sixty. Re- so. I'm going to get really drunk tomorrow. <laughs> it's the weekend. Okay, but, uh, so, you're, so you're just limiting it to the weekend? Oh, for this month, for this month, because I, I put a bit of weight on and I was just like, and, and I wanted to see how it was with trading as well. I wanted to see if it helps. And it does, yeah. when you get yourself in sticky situations, it's easier to stay focused and get the money back by not being too emotional and thinking, right, you've covered that dip let it pop back up and it will pop. Don't get emotionally involved and jump back in thinking I might miss the move. Helps you yeah. control some of your psychology. Yeah. But uh, Kim, you, 
I, I didn't. I thought it was more than 150 episodes. It must have been 100. That's like 130 of us losing and 20 of us winning. But then, Kim, you you've probably come on the last 30 of them. 2030. It would have been like, late summer, so probably. Yeah. I mean, we're we're probably kind of coming up on a year, so I'm guessing 30 or so. Yeah. 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 Yep. Yep. How was your experience? What have, what have you learned, and and what have you enjoyed? And well, you know, yesterday. What'd you say? What's your, I'll ask this to all of you. What's your best episode so far, Kim? And what's your best episode and interview, Tim, as well? Who I goes think first? My, you go uh, first, Tim. I'll go first. Ladies all right. First. My, my best episode, I think, is the first episode where you guys interviewed me. That was episode 100. Oh, I didn't realize uh, that. I didn't realize it was, nice. it's a whole dollar, half dollar. Yeah, that is It was a breakout. We broke out over one. It was just, you know, I... I think you guys both were so, uh, I, I just felt really safe with both of you and I felt really comfortable and I felt like. That's because Steven just... was on the other side of the world. If he, if he was in the same room with you, you wouldn't <laughs> I just felt like you both got me and I could be myself and authentic and you were interested in what I had to say. It, it just felt like we had known each other for a lot longer than having just met. So that's my favorite episode. My, I would have to say my favorite and, and my apologies to both of you, but my favorite (laughs) would would still be, my favorite is still just Jim Rogers. Um, mainly because I mean, I'd looked up to that guy for probably 20 plus years. So, you know, and read his books, you know, considered him like a, you know, you know, uh, oh shoot. Who, who wrote think it'd be thinking, thinking Napoleon Hill, Napoleon Hill talked about having that, that virtual, you know, advisors, you know, mm-hmm. you know, whether, cause, cause you know, it's like you got your books, you know, you got, you got all these people that are, that are influencing your thinking. And I, Jim Rogers was always one of those guys to me. I, again, read it. Street smarts. Love that book. Street smarts really talks about the way he thinks. And, and then I mean, he didn't know who I was, never heard of our podcast, and was was maybe, and this is no offense to any of our other guests, might have been the nicest guy we've ever had. He dude's worth almost a billion. You know, he's on the other side of the world, has no idea who we are, and was just like the nicest guy in the world. So I would have to say that's still my favorite. Again, just because he was that virtual mentor of mine and was just so nice man great guy (laughs) it's awesome it's awesome he's so you know i got to interview him for my book in person and ever since then he wishes me a happy birthday every year on my birthday and you know when i reached out to him about you guys i was like you know they're 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 good guys and i think honestly that's his measuring stick his measuring stick is like he really he really wants to be a contribution to people who are authentic, real, and making a difference. You know, he just has he has a big heart. He really does, besides a big brain and wisdom. So Steven, sure. you gotta go. What's what's your favorite episode? Um I've had a couple. I've had a couple where I actually really was surprised at how much I enjoyed them. Um the interview with Roland, we had Roland on a couple of times in the early days. And I was still really learning what I was doing. And um, and I'll never forget when I went to, to Italy and I went to Positano 
um, to meet Tim Sykes on the on the market mastery. And I was and I arrived in Italy, and I've got anxiety problems anyway. And then I arrived in Italy on my own, not knowing anyone, not really knowing who the real Tim Sykes was. It's just the guy who I've seen on on the videos. Um, and uh, and then and then there's all of these different people uh, everywhere who all everyone knows each other, but I didn't know anyone. And then all of a sudden, little Roland Wolf came out of nowhere, and I'd never met him before. And I was like, "You're that Roland Wolf kid who made who made three hundred thousand in six months." And he's like, "Oh, you're the guy on YouTube. I've seen your videos." And then ever since then, we had a trading friendship. So any any time I can catch up with him, um, and and the way he explains things resonated so well. So his was really, 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 really good. Um, but there was a few others that were quite inspiring. I, also, um, the guy who does all of the mechanics stuff, um, he does a lot of, um, I can't remember the name of it. He works with Sykes as well. Not good. Not make all good. Not, mechanics um, stuff. Or systems-based trading? Aye, uh, systems-based trading. Matt, Matty Owens. Matt, Matty Owens. Triforce trading. I tried for straight. I was like, I don't know anything about this stuff at all. But but I was quite inspired by him. The Ooh, that kid! Story, I was quite inspired. That kid's freaking. I mean, again, he's go back smart. in the if you're curious, you know, check out yeah. Matt Owens, Triforce Trader. Yeah, he's a uh, he's. I mean, he's next level smart, man. He's he's not a caveman <laughs> like me. I'm just like, yeah. oh, oh, price action, volume candles, VWAP. You know, I'm I'm just a caveman next to him. So, <laughs> but I mean, but. But if you're a caveman, I don't know what I am. But, but honestly, you can, you don't have to be clever to trade. If anything, it's to your advantage if you're not clever. Honestly, it's to your advantage to not be clever. Cause it's simple when you, you know, get down to it. You know, it, now, now, now again, if you're Matt Owens, I mean, crazy smart, that's programmer, you know, he's a coder kind of guy and stuff. That's great. But what I think, I think Stephen, and I totally agree. I think average Joes like you and I sometimes way overcomplicate things, and that's where they run into trouble. I mean, I think, you know, and especially what we talk about here is, you know, you know, I, I beg everyone just to trade part time, you know, as a side hustle. I mean, what'd you make last month? Ten grand? Yeah. Yeah. Look at them. Ten, uh, ten and a bit, yeah. Uh, just over. Only two grand. I know. Mm. <laughs> trading, <laughs> trading part time. Mm. Mm. Only ten grand. Me- meanwhile, there's people. I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm picking on you. Meanwhile, there's people out there like ten grand. I made ten grand last year. You know? Exactly. So, exactly. so anyway, you know, I think especially as that side hustle we talk about all the time, just keep yeah. it simple. And and yeah. you know. And and look what Steven did. I mean, I mean, yeah, he's. I mean, he's not working as much because of the quarantine. I but, am. I oh, you am. are. Oh, I didn't know. Oh, I am. Okay. No, my boss is not letting me off anything. Okay. It's Ramadan yeah. now. Yeah. It's Ramadan now, so I'm working a, a few less hours a, a day now. But nah. So let, and then let me finish, and then, and then the you know, I'm, oh, I know oh, I'm oh, the king oh. of butting in, but no, I want that to sink into the listener. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Stephen is trading. 12 hours out of the Eastern time zone or nine hours, whatever it is. He's the other side of the world. He's got a full-time job and he's just doing simple support and resistance stuff. Simple stuff that Tim Sykes teaches. I teaches, I teaches, 
I teaches it too. There's my caveman coming out. <laughs> that's, that's caveman. You know, it's just simple things. Yeah. And I want to sink in. He made ten grand part time last month, supplementing his time. income. You know, he's it's got a impressive. good job. You it's know, impressive. what could it's you do? Yeah. You know, you listener Definitely. out there. Yeah. I mean, hey, I'm, I'm hoping you got a, a, a good job. I mean, I know most of most of you might be home right now, but hopefully you'll be going back to that job. If you got a job with benefits, you know, healthcare, you know, or, you know, a retirement plan, and then you can make ten grand trading junk stocks part time, I can make a real difference, man. So make a huge difference, uh, huge difference. And just just to say how simple things are, I went through every phase in the book of like watching videos religiously, watching DVDs religiously, watching webinars religiously, asking people questions quite a lot, tracking Excel religiously. And you know what I found out was the best way to do it? Whatever the stock's doing on the day, just look at what it did the last time it was doing something similar. And that's the strategy. If a stock gaps up with a certain amount of volume, what did it do the last time it gapped up with that volume? And if it did it enough times in the past, it'll do it again in the future. And if a stock is breaking out on its first green day, you think, well, what did it do the last time it broke out on its first green day of the channel? And, and you just do the same as what it did last time. And 90% of the time it works because everyone else is doing the same thing and it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. And that and, and, is trading you. and it's that simple. What, 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 what's my quote? What am I going to say? History doesn't repeat what it rhymes. <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I love it. And it's like, and again, it's like these stocks, especially – you know, and, and that's why we love these penny stocks. They just do the same. You know, I mean, I, we're, I'm trading stocks that I was trading 10 years ago. Wow. You know, because they do the same thing over and over and over again, you know. How do, how do they stay around for 10 years if they're good question. junk? Very, 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 very good question. Well, because especially question? like Stevens set up. Okay. Steven is again, a short bias trader. I'm sure pretty much everybody knows that. Mostly. I mean, all of these, the, 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 the way they stick around Kim is they, they, they know how to play the game. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll, I'll all, we, we mentioned, you know, the Bitcoin stock run. Okay. One of my favorite stories of all time, Long Island iced tea. Okay. Um, Sky People Fruit Juice. Okay. These are stocks. There's a video on Sky People Fruit Juice on my personal YouTube from 2009. Okay. You can look it up. I did my little impersonation of Will Smith and, and, and aliens. Okay. Okay. Both those, both Fruit Juice and Long Island iced tea, both those stocks pivoted to cryptocurrencies in 2017. Okay. What I'm getting at is these stocks know how to play the game. The game is you get in the hype, you get people excited, you run your stock up, and then you dilute like hell selling shares, you raise money, and then you buy the cocaine, you buy the hookers, you buy the the, the jet, and you do it again in two years. That's what these stocks do. So, And the stocks, the tickers stay the same, and, and, and people, is it because they're being put in front of people who think for the fir- they see them for the first time and they're like, oh, this is new. Look, they're yep. going to do it. Kind of, yeah. But also, it's people the, don't the know to theory. read the history of the charts. Yep. But people don't know to look back two years on a chart. And that, uh, it's so stupid. People who trade, for, for whatever reason, 95% of traders who lose, I'll say it not 95%, 
say 50% of traders who lose don't look back two years on a chart. They don't. They just think, look at what's happening now. And it's, well, they must be you know, new people, right? They're yeah. people that don't have any experience. So they don't even know to look. They're, well, yeah. I mean, people are just too zoomed in. I think that that might be one of the best tips of today. You know, if you're, and again, you know, hey, I'm just offering advice, you know. I mean, if you're, but if, but if you're ever on one of my webinars, if you're on a YouTube live that I'm doing uh, or whatever it is, watch. And, and if someone, first time someone brings up a ticker, the very first thing I do is look at the multi-year chart. That's the first thing uh, everyone should be doing. I mean, is that what you thing, do, Steven? Like very, if I throw out a ticker, very, very what, what, if, I, if I give you a ticker, what's the first thing you do? No, first thing I'll do is put it on a two-year. Like yep. if I'm being lazy, I'll put it on six or eight months, but honestly, two years. But you. And, but the um, first thing you do is look at a longer-term chart. Yeah, yeah, no, of course. The first thing I ever do, because obviously with stocks, you better be quite quick. So the very first thing I'll do before anything is I'll check the long term. And based on the long term, I'll take a starter position just to get in. And then I'll check the news. I'll just look at if there's a 42415B or an S3. I'll not even read it. I'll just see, is there something going on there? And then I'll check the end of the day. But I'll, I'll do it in that order. I'll check long term. Then I'll check it. Then I'll put a bid in. And then I'll check the rest. And, and I, and I told, uh, you know, whatever that number is, you threw out 50%, but whatever the number is, yeah. it's crazy high, you know, of those mm-hmm. newer traders, you know, you know, that are, that are just, that that's not their first res- thing, you know, like, yeah. like Kim to answer your question, why do these stocks keep tricking people? Cause people are too zoomed in. They see some stock up 50% in pre-market. And they're like, and they get in that FOMO. It's, I mean, I mean, I mean, if there's one, like, you know, we all talk about this 90% that fail. I mean, if there was like one thing, it's just, it's FOMO. That's why so many people fail because yeah. they don't look at the long-term chart and they don't but, see uh, that. They don't see that. Oh, five times in the last four years, this stock has spiked and closed on the low of the day, you know, like a do a doji candle, you know, Five times in five years, this thing's done a doji candle, but they still buy it. They still buy it because they, they don't look uh, at that. What's know? a doji candle? So uh, you, you, did you not read Steve Neeson's Japanese candlesticks like I told you? No, I don't think you told me to read that one. <laughs> I'm sure Brian Shannon went over it. and But anyway, I, okay. I, I'll, I'll, I'll let you all So anyway okay. – uh, you know, uh, uh, and if you're on YouTube, I'm doing it with the hands. But so which, when you've got a doji candle, you know, a candlestick is based on the opening and the closing price. That's the body of the candle. And then the intraday are the wicks of the candle. So you've got a bottom wick and a top wick. So what a doji candle is, is that huge wick and then a puny body. Okay. So what that tells you right away is that stock spiked ran and then closed unchanged or very near unchanged. And so two big, well, normally like one small bottom wick, a huge top wick, and then basically a flat body. Gravestone doji, a lot of times people call it. But what that tells you is when you see that on that daily chart, multiple times in multiple years, you got to be like, whoa, do I want to buy this? Maybe I want to short it. So, mm-hmm. yeah, no, it, it basically a doji candle is just an indecision candle. It doesn't know whether to go up or down, right? Yep. But, but one, one thing that I was thinking before, because I know, because I remember, um, 
it's so easy for us to laugh and joke and say this and say that about how simple this is and how simple that strategy is. But, but what I, the reason that trading is so difficult yet so simple is because my, my theory on it is that A, your brain psychology is not hardwired to trade. So you need two to three years of, uh, two to three years of, ex, of exposure, exposure to this new environment where your brain is reacting completely different to how you, your brain and body is acting completely different to how you want it to. And you need to retrain it. Um, and it takes a couple of years of exposure, and the more exposure, the faster you get it. And also dealing with size and sizing up is terrifying. And um, the second thing, theory that I've got of why people don't succeed is because your brain isn't used to making multiple calculations and building the case and managing multiple levels of variables all at the same time, well being under stress and panic of high emotion of the stock market. So you can't all at the same time be like, what's the long-term chart? How's it doing now? Where's the key daily support and resistance? And, oh, and that intraday, that lower high, how, how's that really doing? And what's, what's level two? That bid looks quite high. And, and what was the news again? Is it still relevant if it breaks through this level? And, and, and the SEC balance, is that volume outweighing that dilution? Uh, you just, you can't, it takes time, it takes years to manage all of the variables in your head in parallel at the same time. And that's why it's hard to get it. And that's why you make mistakes because you forget key bits of information while trying to process the others to get the big picture. Yeah. So you're saying I can't buy a Lamborghini in like four days? <laughs> well, you can, you can, because you, you're good at trading. Well, I'm, I'm saying to the, to the newbie out to there. The new, I, to Steve, I can't learn this in a month? <laughs> nah, uh, I, saw a good, I saw a good quote the other day. I can't remember who said it, but they said it takes 12 years to be a doctor, takes eight years to be a lawyer, takes three or four years to get a degree in anything else. But why do people think you can just make loads of money and trade in the monetary years? Well, and we talk about this a lot. It's one of the things that it, it, you know that, that bums me out is you know there's there's just zero barriers to entry. I mean, I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, unless you like forge your documents, you know, the hospital's not going to let you operate on somebody without <laughs> qualifications. You know, and but but you know. You could if you if you turned eighteen today, you got five hundred bucks to drop in a, a brokerage account. They'll give you six. Hell, if you use some sketchy offshore broker, they'll give you ten to one leverage. Here you go, buddy. Rip it up. You know. So what? What? So you said that it, the first thing you do is look at its history. Are there a couple other things that are like absolute have tos right out of the gate? Biggest thing I would say is, you know, especially again, if you're day trading, you need to be aware of the float. You need to, you need to know, you know, what, what, are, what, what is the float? What is the volume relative to the float, which is what we call float rotation? You know, one of the reasons, and, and I'm not going to beat up Steven, but I think one of the reasons he got burnt early, now he, he got it back, but one of the reasons he got burnt early on XRF is that thing was churning the float. And when they're churning the float, you can't get stuck in front of that. And then I would say the last thing, you know, out of, out of like the, the key things is just, yeah. you know, read the news is, is, you know, I, I, I joked about the news on XRF. I mean, if you're, uh, you know, if you're listening to this after the fact, it's May 6th. Look at that sketchy, weird press release on XRF on May 6th. So you got to be aware of the news. And now it takes time to interpret that, but, you know, yeah. figure out is this, you know, is this real? You know, yeah. or is it just yeah. BS? 
So yep. we've got and a ton of episodes talking about that. But yep. And, and ju- just to, just to add, like the the the, the what I've what I've got much better at trading is when I've learned the nuances. So if you look at the daily chart on XRF, it fails every time, right? Mm-hmm. And the float's low. So it's basically a game of you've got to look at the volume and look at the intraday chart and say, based on this float and this volume and this intraday chart, and based on how much it's spiked on volume in the past, how much do I think this will go free market up? You know, you've got to play a game to try and guess the top. Mm-hmm. based on the volume and based on the flow and based on the news and then compare all of that stuff as if you put it in brackets and then compare it to the formula of what it did last time and think mm-hmm. based on the differences what should the top be and I said to some guy I think it will be around three so this thing would go to three I said it in the challenge chat so I think this will go to three but of course I said it would go to three and I started shortening the 260s <laughs> <laughs> which is a different story but um but yeah, I mean, it's it's very. Com- I mean, to you, I don't know if that makes sense. Does that make sense, Tim? Because I know to Tim, it will probably resonate a bit. But you does know, that make sense to you? Or- it it makes sense a bit. I mean, I think there's still this integration that has to happen for me. However, because I'm hearing what you say all the time, there there's just the words become more familiar. So it's not, I don't have the context yet, but I, but I, I get a sense that there is that nuance of, it's like a feeling like you don't, you know, I, I, I can't help but compare it to my own experience with coaching, right? There's, there's times in my training where they're, they, they taught us, you know, to do this specific style, that specific style, and you, and they never wanted us to mix it up. And then in the last session of training, the sixth, you know, training experience, they basically called it in the bones and they said all those like stay in your lane goes out the window now because you have to have it in your bones and know you can zig and zag as need be. So they taught it to us so we would get the discipline and then they were like, now all bets are off. You have to go into different lanes when you're coaching. And I hear what you guys are saying is kind of like that. You're like, learn this specific thing. And then after you learn all these specifics, you'll integrate them and it'll just be in your bones where you'll know to go left or right or this. It's almost autopilot. It's I wouldn't say it was autopilot, but it's kind of almost autopilot. It's not like driving because you're definitely thinking more, but it's kind of autopilot, I think. Yeah. Well, yeah. I actually, you know, I, I think, I think driving is a good analogy. I mean, it's like, you know, I mean, I mean, we, we've all been there a million times where it's like, you know, you, you get to where you're going, but you're like, well, geez, I don't, you know, I don't remember what I passed on the way, you know, did, you know, did I go by, you know, were there people on the street where there was the busy track? You know, you, you just don't remember these things, but you're, you're high level functioning. I mean, you're operating an automobile, but you're ingrained yeah. with, you know, in, you know, yeah. a year, two years, 10 years, 20 years of driving experience. I mean, you're operating a 4,000 pound piece of machinery but you've just got those skills. And, you know, I think back to kind of what, you know, what Steven was saying too. It's like, it's just, you just, and and I always use the, you know, putting in the reps type thing. It's like, you you just can't, so many people try, think they can bench 300 today, you know, in, in trading, you know, and, oh, well, if I just like bench like crazy for four days, I can hit 300, you know, and it just doesn't work that way, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, I listened to uh, our, our podcast that released yesterday, Stephen. 
yesterday that, yeah, that came out. Yeah. And I listened to a lot of the, you know, technical terms you used. And I, I, I finished it and I was like, I kind of got what he was talking about, which was like, nice. it was just a good feeling. Like, but you guys probably just, recorded that like a month ago or something. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. Exactly. So yeah, it's, it's just after a while, I think it's just being around the language around, uh, it's just, it's just like you said, it just starts to seep in and then it just starts to make sense. And there's some technical stuff that maybe I don't technically understand, but I get, I have a, a sense of the, the, the energy around it. Like, don't do this. Look for that, that kind of thing. So that it just becomes more, uh, familiar. I think it's just, it's just the familiarity. You know, if you don't have that familiarity in the beginning, it's intimidating and overwhelming. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to wrap this episode up because I've got a, I've got a, I've got a meeting in six minutes. Um, but I think that was a great ending because, you know, I, th- you know, I joked in the beginning about an episode about nothing, but I think that this is about, you know, we, we, we put in three and a half years of this podcast. We've grown. The podcast is bigger than ever. I think we're doing better podcasts and it's just like trading. And it's just like, you know, and that seems to be the theme today is just, you know, show up every day. You know, what's the Woody Allen quote? 80% of success is showing up. And I think, you know, I think trading is that. And, and I commend Kim for, for, you know, for, you know, a month later, now all these things are making sense. You know, I've got nothing, but you know, as much as I pick on Steven, got nothing but respect for that guy. I mean, every day, I mean, I mean, every day for three and a half years, every podcast, except for, I think two or three times he did show up drunk and we had (laughs) We had to reschedule, but only two out of three. But, but I mean, other than that, every day and, you know, whether you're learning trading, whether you're trying to bench 300, whatever you're trying to do, it's just like, just don't give up. Don't give up. And, and, and I, I always, uh, I get a little. First thing you said. Yep. I, 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 I always, I always get a little, uh, get a little melancholy or, or I don't know if that's the right term, but a little sentiment, sentimental, a little teary eyed because Stephen always, always brings up that story and, uh, I still remember when we met in person at the, at the Orlando <laughs> conference and uh, we, we, you know, we kind of talked about his journey and uh, you know, I, I love you brother. And, and, uh, and I, I respect you, you more than anything for sticking around, showing up every day. And that's why you're where you're at is, is because you've been here every day and that's why the podcast is here. So. Uh, and, and what, what, what people don't realize though is like, once you start getting to the level where you can start making five, 10 grand a month, like that's you for life. You're not, you're not going to just stop making five or 10 grand a month. That's you for life. Yeah. Um, and you and don't it's have to make more, 10 million a year. Better. I mean, I mean, listen, we all yeah. want to make 10 million a year, but again, there's no health insurance in day trading, my friends. Okay. <laughs> there's no yeah. backup. Plan, okay. You know, you might hate your day job, but at least yeah. hopefully now I know layoffs and stuff like that happens, but you might hate your day job, but hopefully that day job's there tomorrow. You know, trading, you might, you might go on a losing streak or whatever, but that again, totally agree. I mean, if you can make five, 10 grand for the rest of your life with a, with a job, with health insurance, with, you know, with security, that's, that's huge. Crazy. Huge. The best, the best property, of both worlds. Two properties, you're done. That's right. That's right. It's the best of both worlds. It is. All right. I got to run everyone. Thank you, Kim. Thank you, Steven. Um, I'm looking forward to the next 150 or the next 1500. We got to get to work. Maybe we get, we got to catch up with Rogan. 
I think he's at like 1500. So. Okay. We'll catch up with him. <laughs> so, all right. Thank you everyone. Um, again, really thanks to all of you for sticking around for all of these episodes. Again, I please keep sending us those emails. I love seeing the ones that people say I listen once or twice and, and, or I've listened to every episode. We love doing these. And, and a man, if we just, you know, if we, if we just help you just a little bit, that's our goal. So. Um, as always, head over to steadytrade.com. You can drop us a comment. Any, I don't know if we mentioned any links today, but if we did mention any links, um, they'll be in the show notes. Have a great day. Thank you, Kim. Thank you, Stephen. And we'll see you the next time on the Steady Trade Podcast.